Hi, folks. This is Mike Young with Noble Warriors, and I want to welcome you to the Nobleman Podcast, episode number 36. Listen, uh, I am flying solo today. It's Thanksgiving week, and so we thought we'd take a little break and do something different. So today's topic is going to be the Nobleman Reflects with Gratitude. So it's uh, it's Thanksgiving week. As I said, there's a lot going on. Things are moving and shaking, lots of different things happening. Uh, it is a strange year for Thanksgiving. Obviously, families are really struggling trying to decide uh, whether or not they feel comfortable meeting together for meals and uh, whether they feel comfortable with travel and what that looks like. There are lots of questions being wrestled with, lots of challenges, and and it's really easy to look at this whole situation and just be frustrated. So I thought one of the things that I would do to just kind of walk us through this, some of you are avid listeners, your your partners with us that have gone the distance with uh, with the podcast. And so I thought I would just take time to reflect over the year, especially this COVID experience, what we've learned from it, what we're doing now, what we see for 2021, and invite you to be part of what happens next. So um, let me get started with this. I, I thought I would go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, um, just a fantastic passage. As a matter of fact, when you call my pastor and you get his voicemail, these verses are the ones that you hear him speak of in his voicemail message, in his welcome. And so uh, this is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So it's it's been really interesting to ask people, even though this has been a strange year, it's been a challenging year, and it continues to be a challenging year, what can you give thanks for in the midst of this unusual experience that we have in 2020? I asked that of my small group, uh, a number of young couples, on uh, Sunday. And it was interesting, the primary response that we got back was this is this quarantine or shelter in place or restricted movement, whatever your status happens to be, whatever you're, um, you are doing as a family in this season, most folks talked about how the, the COVID experience has given them time together as a family that they had not had before and they did not expect, and they've enjoyed it, they've delighted in it. So I, I would add to that that we have felt that same way. It's been really cool to have our kids at home, to have some closeness there, especially when Zach was home for the remainder of the spring semester. Ben was also home. Of course, Ben's ho been home all summer, and, it, and now in the fall has done a, a co-op. So we've had a lot of exposure to our kids that we did not, would not have had and did not expect. And that has been really fun. It has been somewhat chaotic, though, and there's been a lot of food consumed. So uh, it, it's it's interesting the way you have to weigh all of these experiences. Now, I will tell you that for Stacy and I, some of the chaos has created distance for us. There, There's just so much uncertainty and ambiguity that I feel like family may be more fun and better at times, but marriage has been harder in this season. So you may identify with that. I don't know, but that's that's just a little bit of what goes on. But remember, our our admonishment here, our encouragement here 
from Paul to the Thessalonians in uh, the, the church of Thessalonica was rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So let me just launch from there and say, hey, some of the things that we are giving thanks for, we would probably not be doing this podcast if it weren't for COVID. And we've had a great time with it. Man, you guys have responded so well. We've we've learned a lot. We are excited about what the future holds. This is one of those things that the the pandemic urged us, prompted us to move quicker, more quickly than we would have without it. And so we find ourselves doing this cool new thing that seems to be getting some traction. And so we want to continue doing that. Um, as a matter of fact, we have learned some things in what we've called season one, this first iteration of the podcast in 2020. We are up to 36 episodes. I imagine we'll be up to 40 by the time we get to the end of 2020. And we're already looking at 2021. Some of the highlights, the things that we've learned is that when we do these theme series, it really has impact. The whole idea of doing a, a month on sexual purity or sexual integrity was huge. And so we enjoyed that. We've been able to put that together on a special page on our website, create some momentum. And so we're going to continue. As a matter of fact, the one quick question survey for this week is would you go to our website or wherever you get that connection through your email and give us a list of podcast ideas, themes, information, guests that you would be interested in hearing from in 2021. And we're going to start mapping out what our 2021 season looks like, season two of the Nobleman podcast. I'll also tell you, you'll notice that, uh, well, you can't notice if you're listening, but we're going to post this as a video as well. Our hope is and our prayer is that in 2021, we will start doing the video along with the podcast. We'll launch a YouTube channel and we'll begin to see um, some new listeners and participants through YouTube. So to, to make that happen, I'll just come out of the gate and tell you that Giving Tuesday is coming up. It's next week, Tuesday, December the 1st. And we are doing a campaign. We're hopeful that we're going to raise about $6,000 to outfit an updated studio. We're going to need some more equipment. We're going to need a camera. We're going to need to improve our lighting, our soundproofing, our audio equipment, and so forth, so that we can do a better job with season two of the podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if, if you're so inclined and this is a blessing to you, then man, it would be really cool and a blessing to us if you would invest in the next season of the podcast. But we're looking forward to that. As I said, we're we're already planning for what next season could look like, the topics that we may cover, the guests that we could have on. And so we are excited about what God is. This is one of those places where we're going to give thanks um, for what God brought to the front of the line that would have probably lingered on the back, in the back somewhere, because uh, COVID came along, we lost some conferences, things changed there, and so we we were able to launch this podcast. Now, so that I mentioned the conferences, let me speak to that. Um, many of you know Noble Warriors. Your connection with Noble Warriors comes through our conferences. We call them the Noble Man Conferences, but we are we've been a participant in the Iron Sharpens Iron Conference Network since its inception in 2007. We have these all-day men's conferences two keynote speakers, 16 workshops, fellowship, lunch, all of this stuff. I don't see that coming back in the state of Virginia in the spring of 2021. So we are not even planning conferences. Many of you are asking about that. 
What about conferences, the, the normal conferences that we do? And I understand that they are fun and very meaningful to a lot of folks. But, but here's my concern. I'm afraid that if we begin to plot and plan and strategize for those now, that we're just not going to see people in masses ready to take on that type of risk. And, and I understand some of you are not concerned about the risk. I'm kind of in that camp. It's not as great a concern to me as it missed to many others. But here's, here's where I stand on that. We want to see a diverse audience. We want to see old folks, young folks. We want to see skin colors of, of great variety. We want to see denominations. We want to see the kingdom come to these conferences. And I'm just afraid that we're not going to see that if we press into these conferences for 2021. So here's, here's what we're going to do. We still believe that gathering is important. We believe that events are important. We just need to do them in a way that's going to allow more people to participate in a way that they feel safe and confident, that we can all feel safe and confident. So our Nobleman Tailgate series, we started that this fall. We did not get the traction that we had hoped for, but again, we learned a lot. So my plan, I, I believe, is that in January, February, and most of March, I will spend a good bit of time touring the state, meeting with pastors, hosting luncheons and breakfasts, and, and meeting with folks to build relationships and coalitions so that we can go back and host tailgates, outdoor events in the evening uh, that last an hour and a half, plus or minus, for a program, and then fellowship time kicks it off with a tailgate meal and, and fun. We're expecting to do those maybe 10, 12 across the state in the late spring or in the spring of 2021. And so those are the types of events that we feel like we can do that will allow us to bring the men of the kingdom together, to will allow us to have opportunities for men to invite other men, for churches to rally together, for them to enjoy fellowship and worship and, and a challenge from the word. We're expecting to see those happen, but it's going to be the success is going to be predicated on the relationship development that we do in January and February. So that's what I see coming, at least in the first half of 2021. I don't know what the second half uh, holds. And so that's why we're we're just kind of taking this in shorter, smaller bites than we have in the past. So that's what we're what we're looking at in that regard. Uh, our conference ministry, some of you ask about the pastor's conference, leading noble men that we normally do in January. I'm not even planning that. I think we probably could pull it off. But again, I'm concerned about will we get the breadth of response that we would like. And so part of what is in my mind, what God keeps bringing me back to is that smaller groups are pandemic proof. They are uh chaos proof. And if you will, I, I'm trying to coin a term here, but the idea is that if we meet in smaller groups instead of larger groups, and we make these more personal, we work on developing relationships that ultimately then we will see more growth because we're investing in smaller relationships and smaller groups. It's going to be a little bit more taxing, but I think it's going to ultimately be better for the ministry in the long run. And I'm, I'm hopeful and prayerful with you that we'll see some of these larger events come back. I think my goal is always to come out of a challenge stronger than I was when I went into it. And so that's our prayer and our goal, that we will, we will emerge from 
whatever the end of this looks like, and I don't know what that looks like, but Noble Warriors will be stronger, and our witness to the community, our impact in and through local churches will be stronger than it ever was. So that's what we're praying into. Um, so that's conference ministry. Be on the lookout for updates regarding tailgates next year. I want to share with you really something fun. If you're watching this uh, in the video, you can see I've got one of our small mangers here with bread in it. We just posted a video about the the Jesus being the bread of life. He came to us in the city of bread, Bethlehem in a manger and that's uh, that whole story is one of the devotions in our dad's tools or let's build a manger kits and i i just want to share with you something really fun these kits uh we've sold more this year than we ever have before and we purposely downplayed the large mangers and the church event and have focused on encouraging churches and families to do the the let's build a manger the small manger kit at home As a matter of fact, we had a church in Texas order 108 of them. They ordered nine cases so that they could give them to their families to send them home. We've had other churches that have ordered smaller amounts for that reason. But, um, folks, this is really cool. If you could see this on the video, here's a colored-in map. I colored all the states in green that we have shipped mangers to. Currently, 30 states in the United States we have shipped mangers to. And so we are hoping to ship mangers to all 50 states this year and be able to say that mangers are being built by families across the entire United States. And it started right here in Richmond, Virginia with Noble Warriors. Pretty exciting. So listen, if you're listening and you're from Oregon, Montana, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, Nebraska, Alaska, Hawaii, Michigan, Kentucky, Maine, Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New Hampshire or Vermont, would you please order a manger? Or would you, if you're not in one of those states, but you know someone there, order one and ship it to them so that they can build a manger and we can color in more states on our map. We're getting pretty excited about about that uh, possibility of seeing this happen in every state in the union. Now, I, I will tell you, we still have over 3,000 of these kits left. We've sold in excess of 600. But uh, we've got plenty of inventory, so don't feel bad. If you'd like to order a case or two, or if you want 100 kits to just give away, man, do it. We, I've got a friend who came in and bought 10 kits so that he could give them away on Facebook on the Don't Buy Anything page in his community. Awesome. Thought that was cool. Uh, a couple of other things that are coming up that we give thanks for. We're, we're thankful for what we're learning about the tailgates, about the podcast. We're thankful for what we're learning about the manger build and the growth that that's seeing this year. We're also thankful for opportunity to continue to invest in pastors. I have been participating with a local group of, of leaders, pastors called the Liberty Church Network. They actually have two groups in the local area here. And I was at the last meeting in November. They said, we really don't have a plan for December. We normally do a nicer lunch and we don't have a program. And I said, we had been talking about discipleship. And of course, when I'm in a conversation and we're talking about discipleship, I I can't help myself but steer it toward what are you doing with your men and for your men. So uh, I said, hey, Noble Warriors will will take care of lunch. We We will fund the lunch for the December meetings if you'll allow us to talk about discipling men and for me to run the program to that end and the leadership looked at each other for both groups and they said we don't even need to pray about that done sold so 
Uh, those of you who support this ministry, you're going to be helping to fund two p- luncheons for pastors coming up on December 8th and the 15th. We'll ask you to pray for those. And I've asked Robert Lewis to join us by Zoom. He's going to come and share a 30-minute overview of Better Man and the Barna study that came out this year about the, the five essentials to reaching men in the church. And so Robert Lewis is going to be part of these conversations. We're going to invite pastors from the community. We're going to feed them lunch. We're going to um, expose them to Better Man. And we're going to encourage them to prayerfully launch many men's small groups out of their church to see men discipled with this idea that we're building up a foundation of biblical manhood. We're going we're gonna to build the foundation in 2021. As a matter of fact, I'm praying and thinking through a theme for 2021. We've never done that. But my, my idea for the theme, what I keep coming back to is we've got to, we've got to clearly have a foundation of biblical manhood so that our families, our churches, our communities, and our nation does well and, uh, and affirms the Lord and honors him. So we're going to be building this, this foundation of biblical manhood next year is what I'm seeing. But, but I'm excited about that. That's, we continue to serve churches. Those opportunities are coming about because things are different in the wake of COVID-19. They, because of the pandemic, some things have opened up, and so we've got some opportunities. I'll give you another item. The, the one quick question survey, man, we've had a great time with that. That was not on the radar at all, but when our conferences got shut down in the spring and we were trying to engage men, we started doing that and found that it has been incredible. So you can go to our website to one quick question, look for that, and you can get the results of all the questions. So, so for example, during the Purity series, we asked guys, what was the age of your first exposure to pornography? And, and so we get this, these results from over 200 guys who are part of our listening, our, our email audience, and they responded, and many of them told us the story of how they were exposed to pornography. And I got to tell you, that is one of my favorite things to do in the battle for purity because nobody wants to answer the question of when were they last looked at pornography because that means they're guilty. But here's the deal. If we can get guys to tell the story of their first exposure, man, there's almost no one who doesn't have a story and it puts us all on equal footing. It is so cool to be able to ask guys that. And the fact that they would type out those stories, they're right there on our website. You can check it out. And so that's what I'm loving about the one quick question. We get to ask real men real questions and get real answers so that we can glean insights and wisdom for that about how to serve our community and our churches. So check that out. I'm so thankful for the way that has developed. I'll also tell you that, uh, again, as we look forward to 2021, we're, we're beginning to think about how do we encourage men in spiritual disciplines And so I haven't mapped this out completely, but I think the month of December, our podcasts are going to be about what does it look like to be a man who lives in the word for an entire year and makes a commitment to that, maybe to read the Bible through in 2021. What does it look like to be a man who prays more diligently and and continuously and, and faithfully in 2021? We're going to talk about some of those spiritual disciplines and I, I just believe that this is a time we can't, I love the church. Please understand that. But but the church, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, I'm sorry, has to do 
a, a better job of encouraging men to walk faithfully with Christ and lead well. And so we just want to stand beside the church. We want to hand off ideas. We want to encourage them. We want to cheer for them. We want to pray for them. And so that's our whole goal as we finish out 2021 is how do we set ourselves and the church and men up to do well in 2021. As as 2020 comes to a close, we need to give thanks for all the chaos that ensued and the good that came out of that. It would be wrong for us to just have this rotten, sour attitude about 2020 and not recognize that God does great things in hard circumstances. And, and so we need to step back. Some of our time on Thanksgiving Day and this week needs to be God, I am thankful for this. I don't like it, but I see what you have done and how you have given me grace to endure a difficult thing, or you've turned something that I saw as a horrible experience into something that is wonderful. I've learned much through it. And and so, guys, if you would lead in that way, as a matter of fact, I would encourage you to go back and listen to our very first podcast. I tell you, it's, it's remarkable that it continues to be one of the most popular podcasts And it was just me, again, talking about a response to the pandemic. And there are three words. It was lament, learn, and lead. So lament, be willing to listen to the challenges that everyone has faced. We've all lost something in 2020. And so lament together, learn together. What is God doing in the midst of that? And then lead your family through that. And and that starts by leading yourself. So what type of attitude are you going to have? And that goes back to this passage right here, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Men, if you would lead in that way, it's going to be a win for you personally. It's going to be a win for your family, a win for your church, a win for for the kingdom of God. So uh, let let me just close by saying this. Be on the lookout for the for the Giving Tuesday opportunity to partner with us to make season two of the podcast even stronger as as we seek to um, to move this thing forward and do some, some better and different uh, recording opportunities and guests and, and topics. Um, guys, you could help us by making a gift to our Giving Tuesday campaign. You could also respond to the one quick question about ideas for the podcast, topics, guests, that sort of thing. Let us know. We would love to uh, evaluate those. Obviously, we won't be able to do everything. We want to do this for many years, so we're going to keep this running list of ideas. Guys, also, uh, the Dad's Tools or the Let's Build a Manger Kits. Uh, consider using this as, with your family as a way to celebrate Christ and keep him in front of COVID this Christmas. We, COVID has taken over Christmas, or will if we let it, and so we've got to keep Christ in front of Christmas. And then I would also say, hey, we have a bookstore here. We've got all the Noble Warriors gear. I don't, uh, let's see, do I have it? Yeah. So if you're on the on the video, you can see I've got my Noble Warriors uh, neck gaiter out here, a who rag. And so we've got those. We'd love for you to pick one of those up. Uh, it'd be a great stocking stuffer, ladies. Get a hoo rag for your honey. And so those are some ways that you can be involved in what Noble Warriors has got going on now and what we see in the future. So this is uh, the end of podcast episode 36. Kind of unique for me to do it solo today, but it's been a lot of fun doing this whole process, learning with you. 
And so I am hopeful that we will continue this and our podcast opportunities will get better and stronger. And that's my phone ringing in the background. Don't you love it how that happens? So God bless you, men. I love you. And I'm thankful. Would you remember to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. God bless you, men. Take care.